Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Oh, you bet we will. Welcome, friends, to Praying for America. Very important episode tonight. Another Trump indictment right on the horizon. This is outrageous. You know, there's a shirt. I was telling my team about this before we start broadcasting uh, that I'd be wearing tonight if I had one. I don't have one. I've see, seen people wearing them. I saw it recently at the Turning Point USA conference. And it says, we the people. And it has a nice, you know, image there, the Declaration of Independence and so forth. And basically the message that follows after that are, are mad, except it uses a different word that begins with a P. We, the people, are mad. We should be mad because what we're seeing here doesn't have anything to do with January 6th. It doesn't have anything to do with something wrong that Donald J. Trump did. It has to do with a Marxist political party trying to take over America. That's what this has to do with. That's what this is all about. It's about a Marxist political party called the Democrat Party trying to deprive we, the people, of our say in who becomes our leaders and who we vote for in our elections. That's what this is about. You know it. I know it. We need to shout it from the rooftops. And we need to help people not to be deceived by all the deceptive rhetoric that's, that's, that's thrown about, obviously, by the fake news media and by many others as well. We're going to respond to that rhetoric. We're going to give you some talking points. We're going to help you to hash this out with your friends and, and, and you know, even with your pastors. I mean, we've got too many pastors that are in the camp of the Democrat Party. Shame on them. Uh, let's start with, as we always do, the Word of God. I want to go to Matthew 22, right to the core a uh, passage, really, of Scripture when it comes to political responsibility because uh, this is the view of government that Matthew's Gospel is articulates here, uh, as we're going to read, that counteracts this tyrannical takeover that the Democrats are trying to pull off here. Uh, let's read here uh, Matthew 22, starting with verse 15. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle Jesus in his speech. And they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully, and you do not care about anyone's opinion. For you are not swayed by appearances. Tell us then, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why put me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarius, and Jesus said to them, Whose likeness is this? And whose inscription? Caesar's, they said. Then he said to them, Therefore, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give to God what belongs to God. Let us pray. 
Almighty God, we turn to you eager to give you what belongs to you. That is everything. Human life belongs to you. The coin belongs to Caesar because it's made in his image. We belong to you because we're made in your image. We, human beings, including Caesar himself. Lord, you teach us in this passage the proper hierarchy of civil government subject to you in all things. Caesar must obey God. Caesar must obey God. All those in public office must acknowledge you, Lord God, as the one who occupies the highest office in the universe, the ruler of every nation. We must worship you. We must obey you. We do obey you. We claim our nation for obedience to you, Lord God. Obedience to you, Lord God, by preserving the fairness of our elections, by preserving the freedom of we, the people, to choose our leaders, not for some political opponent to come in and interfere in that process. Lord, we are to give to Caesar what is Caesar's. We are to give to you what is yours. Bless and protect the freedom that we enjoy as citizens of this nation. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, look, we told you this was coming. You knew this was coming. It was clear that this was coming. We had the fake indictment by that disgrace of a man, Alvin Bragg, in New York. We had the fake indictment about the documents hoax coming out of Miami. And now the third one is imminent. No, I don't know. Maybe by the time you watch this, it will be handed down. Third indictment that President Trump told us he was informed of just the other night. I'm going to read what he said about it. Regarding January 6th, on which day and leading up to which day, he did nothing wrong. Those who do, we should all be opposed to the destruction of property. We should be opposed to the interruption of a, of a civil process in our government. I remember one time when I was inside the Supreme Court, as I've been a number of times for oral arguments, as somebody got, got up and started yelling. I mean, that was offensive to me. You don't interrupt a, a legitimate process of government, but you can, you can express your grievances. You can be out there as there were by the tens of thousands, people gathered to to hear a speech and to exercise their First Amendment rights, why would anyone be opposed to that? But these people are. You see, they'll take the misbehavior of a fraction of the crowd and turn it into an indictment of the whole crowd and of the person whom they came to listen to. You're not going to tell me as an American citizen who I can gather with, who I can listen to, or who can speak to me. You, you can't, nobody can control that. You try to control that, you're a tyrant. You try to say to, to somebody who, who, who invited people to come to hear a speech about things that he knew they were concerned about and that they came to, together because they were concerned about it and then told them to march peacefully and patriotically, his exact words, which are on public record for everyone to hear, who has ears to hear, you can't then turn that around into an insurrection. It is so it's so stupid right from step one. But these people don't learn. These Democrats don't learn. They want to continue 
they want to double down on the stupidity because together with the stupidity is what we call hierarchy. It is just the idea they have that they have the power to do this. They don't care about the, 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 the obvious hypocrisy of a two-tiered system of justice. They don't care that the Biden corruption family gets away with what it gets away with without nobody lifting a finger. And at the, in the meantime, you've got all these hoaxes perpetrated against a political opponent. They don't care about the inversion of the American system of justice where we're imitating the communists now, that instead of going after a crime in search of the people who committed it, we go after a person in search of crimes, whatever crime we can tag them with. That's obviously what's going on here. Furthermore, it's election interference. Let's go into a few things about this. The statement by President Trump. Let me just read it. Wow, on Sunday night, while I was with my family, having just arrived from the Turning Point event in Florida where I won the straw poll against all other Republican candidates with 85.7%, with all polls showing me leading in the Republican primary by very substantial numbers, almost everyone predicting that I will be the Republican nominee for president, and as I am leading Democrat Joe Biden in the polls by a lot, horrifying news for our country was given to me by my attorneys. Deranged Jack Smith, the prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ, sent a letter, again it was Sunday night, stating that I am a target of the January 6th grand jury investigation and giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. President Trump goes on to say, so now Joe Biden's Attorney General Merrick Garland, who, who I turned down for the U.S. Supreme Court, in retrospect, based on his corrupt and unethical actions, a very wise decision, together with Joe Biden's Department of Injustice, have effectively issued a third indictment and arrest of Joe Biden's number one political opponent. You see the pattern here, friends. It's a police state. The danger here is that we're getting used to it now. He goes on. Joe Biden's number one political opponent who was largely dominating him in the race for the presidency. Nothing like this, mark these words carefully, nothing like this has ever happened in our country before or even close. Friends, it's not that a police state is coming. It's here. We're in the middle of it. And we cannot afford to get used to it. We, the people, are mad with a P. They illegally spied on my campaign, he continues, attacked me with a totally fake dossier that was funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign and the DNC. Hey, Hillary, is that, is that the only thing you ever accomplished? That's, that's it right there, right? Got that dossier funded there, right? That's your, there you go. Put that on your, your epitaph of eventually. Put that on your tombstone. Impeach me twice, I won. They failed on the Mueller witch hunt, no collusion. They failed on the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the 51 intelligence agents fraud, the FBI Twitter files, the DOJ Facebook censorship, and every other scam imaginable. Again, I pause here. Are we getting used to this? Because we shouldn't. We shouldn't get used to this. President Trump goes on, but on top of all that, they have now effectively indicted me three times. The DOJ staffed and runs the DA's office in Manhattan. Shame on you all. That was my words. And with a probable fourth coming from Atlanta, 
That's the nonsense about the phone call, you know, find the votes. It's just another way of saying count every vote. The left likes to say that all the time. Atlanta, where the DOJ are in strict and possibly illegal coordination with the district attorney, whose record on murder and other violent crime is abysmal. Disgrace. There were disgrace down there in Atlanta. An absolute disgrace. Then he says in all caps, this witch hunt is all about election interference and a complete and total political weaponization of law enforcement. It is a very sad and dark period for our nation. So concludes the statement of President Trump. And we are going to be the light in this darkness. That's it. We've had enough. We're angry. We see the pattern. We're not fooled by this. And we're going to be the light exposing this darkness. You know what? That's what this election is about. That's why President Trump is dominating the polls. That's why the people who are running against him on the Republican side can't get a word in edgewise. They, they can't pierce the, the media dominance that President Trump has here because it's not just about him dominating. It's about the issue of who we are as Americans that's dominating this election. What kind of system of justice are we going to have? Now, in regard to that, let me just, let me just throw a few things at you, friends, for, 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 for enhancing our understanding of all of this and helping us respond in conversation with our, our friends and, 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 and others around us. First of all, what should he do in, re in regard to this letter that he, that he got? Well, some former federal prosecutors gave some advice, which I uh, would think he is going to uh, follow. This is Francie Hakes and Jay Town, who were on Newsmax the other day, said, look, President Trump should not respond in any way, shape, or form to this letter. Good advice. They go on in more detail, quote, Trump would be crazy to respond to the target letter respond to the invitation in it and go in and testify in front of the grand jury, which of course is what Jack Smith wants, is what they always want. Because when you're the subject of a target letter, it means the prosecutor has built the case. The evidence is there and really all they're waiting for you now is to come in and either admit or deny or fail to come in at all. And then they tell the grand jury they invited you and you didn't show up. So the advice is, he goes on to say, this is, this is um, Jay Town speaking, if I was advising him, I would tell him not to. It doesn't mean he's not going to make a speech all about it, though. Well, of course he should, and he will, and he will speak out about this, and that is, that is rightly, rightly uh, the case. Okay. Now, Smith, by the way, he's a deranged man. He's done very much harm to America, continues to do harm to America. Uh, reminder, he served in the Obama administration. Justice Department, he secured in 2014, you remember this, a conviction in a corruption case against then Republican governor of Virginia, Governor Bob McDonnell. That verdict of, uh, uh, in that case was overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court unanimously. And they rebuked this very same Jack Smith, who has not reformed and who is a disgrace. They rebuked him for his, quote, boundless interpretation of the federal bribery statute. And now the man is on a mission again against Trump. Now, this was a comment Megyn Kelly was making the other, the other night. He says, it's very clear. And to deny people their say, and here's the point, what happened on January 6th? Was it a big deal? Was it not a big deal? 
What kind of responsibility should President Trump be, be uh, held uh, for this? Whether this was a big deal or not, or not, that's what we're entitled to decide in the next election. You see the point? Whatever people might think about all these things that they're, they're continuously attacking President Trump for, we the people have a very easy way of deciding it. It's called you either vote for him or you vote against him. And again, that's what this election is boiling down to. Is President Trump guilty or is he not? And if he's not, then you got to side with him because you're siding for America and for a fair process. This election interference now is morphed into another thing with chatter about pre-trial detention. And uh, former acting Attorney General Matt Whitaker had something to say about this on Newsmax. This idea that you would detain him prior to the trial is makes the interference with an ongoing presidential campaign of the front runner and the primary opponent of the one who's running the DOJ even more obvious. You're going to try to stop a presidential candidate from campaigning, from going out among the people whose votes he's asking for? It's not based in law to do such a thing, to try to detain him until the time of a trial. is have no basis in law. Whitaker said, I've never seen a broader abuse of prosecutorial discretion. They're trying to get Trump off the playing field. And you know, obviously, any suggestion of a pre-trial detention tells you exactly what they're trying to do is to prevent him from campaigning and sharing his message. It's the only way they can stop him. See, all of this weaponization of government is actually an admission of weakness on the part of the Democrats. See, if they were coming from a position of strength and confidence, and they never believe their own words, you know, I deal with this in the context of the abortion issue, they're so convinced that the American people, they try to get people to think that the American people are with them in their, in their approval of abortion, unrestricted, by the way, unrestricted abortion, and yet they don't act that way. They don't let the legislative process work itself out. They try to force abortion down our throats. And they don't believe their own rhetoric. So likewise here about Trump, they don't believe their own rhetoric. They don't believe they can beat him at the ballot box. And so they want to get him off of the, the ballot to begin with. Now, of course, they don't know the first thing about the Constitution or its requirements to be president of the United States. And therefore, they don't take account of the fact that it doesn't matter how many indictments they get or even convictions or even detentions or even throwing him in jail. It does not disqualify him from running for or being the president of the United States. It doesn't. Read the Constitution. Consult the experts. This crap doesn't prevent someone from running for or being elected to or serving as the president of the United States. What they're trying to do, of course, whether they know that or not, you know, they don't know squat about anything except how to cheat and lie and steal and destroy a country. Oh, they're great at that. These Democrat operatives, these, these shameful excuses for leadership in America who don't know anything are, in fact, 
showing their, 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 how desperate they are. They're showing their weakness. They're trying to say, we're going to decide who's going to be the nominee. And what they're trying to do, if they can't actually keep him off the ballot, is instill enough doubt in enough voters. I've talked to you about this many times before, but it bears repeating. What they're trying to do is very simple. They're not trying to convince anybody of anything in terms of the legality of this. They're not even expecting success necessarily. Did they, you know, the grand jury uh, can say, hey, listen, enough of this. Uh, or that can fail at trial, completely fail, break down, be shown as the twist, twisting of the law into a pretzel that it is. They don't even care. It's all, be, the end goal is all being accomplished in the process. Understand that, brothers and sisters. It's the, Their end goal is all being accomplished in the process. They don't care about what the outcome will be. We can come along and say, hey, there's no constitutional basis for this. There's no basis in law. You don't have a chance to make this happen. You know, you're not going to keep them off the ballot. You're not going to throw them into jail. They don't care about any of that. This was not based on anything true. It is not based on anything real. He's not responsible for any kind of riots or insurrection. They don't care about any of that. Just by, understand what's going on here. Just by kicking up the dust that they're kicking up just by getting the headline. Another indictment, third indictment, fourth indictment, 59th indictment of President Trump, just, just by getting those headlines. That's all, the, that's, that's all they want. Doesn't matter how absurd it is, hypocritical, they don't care. They're just showing they're in power. And they're going to get the low information voters, people who don't, pay attention to anything about election, don't read any article. They just see or hear these headlines. Oh, but another indictment. Wow. Oh gosh, this man must be this is terrible. This, this man has no respect for the law. We can't, we can't vote for him as president. There you go. Finished. That's that's what they're trying to accomplish. That's it. We go into the details. I don't know if we should go into the details because for those who are paying more attention, we got to unpack it for them. But understand what these, these disgraces of an excuse for leadership, these people who themselves should be behind bars, are trying to do. Uh, one other point that Whitaker makes, uh, by the way, there's two reasons that you would want to detain somebody prior to a trial. You know what they are? You've heard them before. That A, they're a flight risk or B, they're a risk to themselves or the community. And President Trump is obviously none of those things. Now, let me answer a couple of things here, some talking points. All right. Nikki Haley was, was I saw an interview, this was from yesterday, I think. All right. As you know, presidential candidate. All right. She did a great job for us working under President Trump. Now she's running for president herself. She's one of, the, obviously, the, the, one of the lower tier uh, single-digit candidates. But she said something in this interview that we have responded to before that you will need to respond to in conversations that you have and that we need to respond to and repeat over and over and over and over again. Here's the idea. Let's get hold of this idea once and for all and let's learn how to demolish it once and for all. She says, look, we got to get beyond Trump. 
she says. Of course, saying, implying, vote for me. Because this, okay, she's talking about these ongoing indictments and all this drama. This will continue to happen. They're not going to stop. Of course, she's right. This is not going to stop? But of course not. But then she doesn't draw the right conclusion from that. Follow me here. Nikki Haley said, this is going to continue to happen. This is not going to stop. And so then the conclusion she draws, which is the conclusion that many of our fellow voters, unfortunately, are drawing, some, even some very, 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 very good people who are on our side, they say, okay, so we have to take all this chaos and all this negativity and all this distraction, we got we to gotta, we get beyond it. We got to leave it behind and move forward with new leadership, younger leadership. Vote for me. And that's the naive conclusion to come to. Because you know why it's never going to stop? Because for the Democrats, this is not just about President Trump. This is about them taking over America. This is about them transforming the mechanisms of government to serve one purpose, to keep them, the Marxist Democrats, in power. So what that means is, of course, they're never going to stop. The reason they're never going to stop is that it doesn't it doesn't depend on Donald Trump. It depends on them staying in power. So if Nikki Haley thinks that they're going to change their tactics just because, oh, we have a younger new face in the in the in the in the race now, or that she becomes the nominee or any of the other, if any of the other ones think that with them as the nominee, the left is going to suddenly say, oh, you know what? We were wrong about trying to weaponize the DOJ. We were wrong about trying to invent crimes to keep our political opponents out of office. Oh, we were so wrong. Oh, you know what? we got to stop. That's got to stop. You think they're going to stop? You just said they're not going to stop. Of course they're not going to stop. Because they don't want any Republican in office. They couldn't care less if it was you or somebody else. Of course they're not going to stop. Listen, there's only one way to get the drama and the negativity behind us, and that is to win. There's only one way to return to normalcy without all this chaos and negativity, and that is that we defeat the people who are doing this. It's not that, oh, but it's because it's President Trump that we have all this negativity. No! You missed the point completely. It's not because of President Trump that we have this negativity. It's because of these radical Democrats. They're Marxists. Don't, is it really so hard to understand this? They hate our freedom. They hate America. They're not going to stop. Why aren't they going to stop? You're saying they're not going to stop, and then you're, then you're, then you're assuming they're going to stop. Oh, let's get a different nominee in there. Oh, and then they'll stop. It's the implication. It's what you're saying. We got to get beyond all this negativity. We got to get beyond all this chaos. Then they'll stop. No, they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop against you. They're not going to stop. They wouldn't stop against anybody. Fill in the blank. They don't care whose name is in the blank. They're going after President Trump because he's the one right now who's standing in the way. He's the one who's dominating in the polls. You get somebody else in there. They'll do anything that they can do to stop. Our movement, our message, our liberty. Come on, let's be realistic here. Final point, you know, when people talk about, oh, January 6th, 
people were trying to overturn the election of 2020. You know, there's a basic, and I'm not commenting here about what happened in that election. I'm just commenting here about the logical fallacy that that kind of statement entails. It's a logical fallacy called begging the question. It's when you presume the answer to a question before you answer the question. Overturning the 2020 election. Is that what people were trying to do by asking whether the certification of the election in certain states actually reflected the will of the will of the voters? If in fact, let's use a simple example. It's really saying exactly the same thing, but put it on a smaller level. Um, A class of 20 students has an election for class president. And the votes come in, all right, and it's 15 for for candidate A and, and five for candidate B. But then a student comes forward to the teacher and shows her a, a bunch of ballots that were that were the original ballots, and 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 they got substituted. He kind of brings forward evidence that somebody uh, uh, f- f- who was counting the ballots finagled and 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 cheated. So for him bringing forward that evidence, and for the teacher saying, "Hold on, everybody, we've got to look into this." Are they overturning the election for class president? Are they overturning the election? Or are they trying to make sure it was an honest election? Why would you conflate those two things? Why would you presume that what they're doing... See, to say that, 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 that for the teacher to, to, to stop, to put a pause, and to look into, wait a minute, where did these other ballots come from That's, that would show an, uh, the opposite outcome? Who, who tampered with these things? That's not overturning the election. That's trying to ensure the fairness and accuracy of the election. Begging the question is a logical fallacy where you presume you have the answer to the question already. And then you insert that into the question itself. Oh, these people, President Trump was trying to overturn the election. No, he was trying to call for a fair election. Okay, so final point. 51 pages of accomplishments, historic accomplishments of the Trump administration on pro-life, on religious freedom, on the economy, on security, on combating terrorism, on combating the China virus, on securing the border, on strengthening the military, on helping the VA, on helping small businesses, on and on and on and on and on. This man, facing these indictments should instead be receiving from every corner of this nation the praise, the gratitude, the unending loyalty of anyone who cares for America and for their communities, for their safety, for their families, for their education, for their freedom, for their rights, should be receiving the praise and gratitude and commendation of every citizen who cares about these things for the rest of his life, should be receiving nothing but that deep gratitude of the American people 
for what he has accomplished. But these nut jobs on the other side, these disgraces of, 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 for human beings, don't want you to even be thinking about all these accomplishments. Don't want you talking about them. Don't want you to be grateful for them. Because they hate America. This has got to stop. And it's got to stop right now. And it's got to stop by you and me screaming from the rooftops doing absolutely everything possible to wake up our fellow citizens and then taking these convictions into the voting booth in numbers and with conviction like we've never had before. And now is the moment. Otherwise, we risk getting used to a police state, which has nothing to do with that flag, which has nothing to do with our freedom, which is the antithesis of our freedom and of our flag and of our great nation. We cannot tolerate a police state. And so when this happens, this indictment comes down, and then another fake and disgraceful indictment comes down out of Georgia for things that President Trump did that were perfectly right and just. Let your voice be heard. Inform yourself and get angry. We the people are mad with a P. Get angry and then let that anger not make you do anything wrong. Let it make you do something right. See, because doing things right and doing the things necessary to change all of this, engaging the political process, becoming, becoming a precinct leader, all right, on the local level, and doing everything to mobilize, educate, and inform voters and, and, and get them out of the polls. This, is, this requires sacrifice, and the hard sacrifices that all this requires demands energy, and anger is a, anger is a form of energy. I mean, you're, you're, you're in your right mind, you're in your right mind if this weaponization of government gets you angry. So stick with America, stick with President Trump, Let's stick together. Let's do the work we need to do. And now let's pray. Father, we uh, come before you with righteous indignation because we see our freedom to elect our leaders being stolen from us. This is what these people are trying to do. And we will not stand for it, Lord God. We will not stand for it. We see our freedom being threatened. We see people trying to steal this election right before our eyes. This is how they do it. And we will stop them from doing it. And we will rise up and we will help people understand. Lord, enable us to understand that there is one path back to peace, normalcy, and that is victory. We must defeat these enemies. And Lord God, we do so in you because the battle is the Lord's. The word tells us. The battle is the Lord's. Be still and know that I am God, supreme among the nations, supreme on the earth. Indeed, give to God what belongs to God. Give Him the glory. Give Him the praise. We do give you the glory and the praise. We give you the honor as our founding fathers did. We appeal to you, supreme judge of the world. Supreme judge of those who are corrupt. Supreme judge of those 
who would steal our freedom. We, O oh God, will not allow our freedom to be stolen because in protecting it, we're worshiping you. You gave it to us. Our freedom was not given to us just by the intervention of human beings as courageous as they were who fought and died for our freedom. Our freedom is a gift from you, and that's why they fought and died for it. It's from you, Lord God. We worship you when we defend our freedom. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And we pray in the words you gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Let's keep this up. Tune in each night to Praying for America, 8 p.m. We're going to say things like they are. We're going to call you to action. Thank you for all that you're doing. Connect with me on so, all the social media. A, at FR Frank Pavone is my address, at FR Frank Pavone. And we will do this together. Thank God for Right Side Broadcasting, helping us to get this message out. Thank you for all that you do. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone, director of Priests for Life. We will talk to you soon. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priests for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priests for Life generously? Go today to ProLifeGift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.